Hi there, my name's Adam Parr. I'm the podcast host, the Parr City Podcast. In this podcast, you'll be listening to me connect with people from different walks of life, from the military to people in the music industry to people in the self-help industry and many other areas of life. In this podcast, I'll be talking about topics from self-help, mental health, motivation, spirituality, mindset, society, current affairs, and much, much more. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe, share, and let me know your feedback. My main intention on this podcast is to have a positive impact. For you, the the listener, to take something positive from it, to apply something positive into your life from this. Now, with without further ado, let's get into this podcast and enjoy. Hi, and welcome to the Positivity Podcast. In today's episode, I'm with Adi Pasquale. She's a life coach and tarot reader. In today's episode, we talk about spirituality, energy, happiness, and much, much more. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. Hi, Adi. How are you doing? Can you hear me? I'm okay. How are you, Adam? Oh, good, good, good. Yeah, I'm good, Tar. Oh, good. <laughs> Long time <laughs> week. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. No, I appreciate you coming on the podcast. It really means a lot. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. Thanks for inviting me. It's really kind no, of you. Yeah, you're very welcome. Yeah. So, like, um, with what you do, how did you kind of get into it? Like, um, because on your profile it says you like uh, tarot reading and then like uh, coach as well. And I think you you became a coach at the same place that I did with Animas. Yeah, absolutely. Um, oh my goodness, that is a long story. <laughs> um, I only got into tarot reading and anything to do with, well, unquote, the spiritual community maybe about five mm. years ago. Um, yeah and the reason for that is my i don't know how far back you want me to go basically no it's it's fine whatever you feel comfortable um you know sharing (laughs) okay um so i'm originally from philippines um, yeah and my upbringing um i think the main kind of influential factor was that i was brought up in a in a christian born environment and I don't know how much you know about that, but in like in, in my experience, it's been I felt confined in it. And mm. the, of course, like you, you know, we we talk about like God, it teaches about like the gospel and and all of the the really good things, but 
but for me it felt a lot of judgment and so I basically back when I was um a teenager when we came here to the UK it was it was basically a, a culture shock for me because oh my goodness all of these people with different religions who I thought before was completely less than because they're not believers of, of my Christian faith it was completely shattered basically mm. um, and so you know having friends from from different backgrounds and religions have really like opened me up and I basically um got into you know young relationships with different religions and obviously that was a massive no-no um for a Christian girl and I got to a really tricky point and I remember journaling um when I was about 19 and I was like I was speaking to God I was like God I want to I think I'm going to back off from Christianity and really figure out what's out there because what I've been taught doesn't really match what I'm seeing, what I'm experiencing. Mm. Um, and so I basically was atheist actually for a couple of years because I, <laughs> yeah, because I was like, nah, because this isn't true. Everything's a freaking lie. Um, and I, I think in my second or third, I can't remember now, for second or third year of um, my university, I went through a really tough time because I I had a health scare. Hmm. Um, And sort of everything, okay, so when you have a health scare, you basically become so aware that you're going to die one day, right? (laughs) Mm, Yeah. And that was a a, um, massive wake-up call. And I went through a lot of guilt and I was so scared for my life because I thought like God was punishing me for leaving the church and basically being a disobedient child because they, they teach you, if you disobey, you're out of God's protection. So I thought like, oh my God, this is it. Like God has caught up with me and is trying yeah. to help me. Um, and then... Yeah, it was it, it was a year of a year and a half of health anxiety, like crippling health anxiety, basically. Um, yeah. To to the point where I yeah, there was panic attacks, being scared of like going out of the house, and so I I started looking for um, healing. Right, like that. I guess that's what coaches do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I, I used, you know, I think it was like a yoga class that I, that I started with, um, because my, my boyfriend's mom was very spiritual. Mm. Um, and you know, she would, she would always say like, there's no division between religions. There's no, there's, there's nothing like, like separate. But, and back in that point, I was like, no, but, but Christianity is like, you know, like the proof. And I would... I would like to, yeah. like talk about it, but not really know what I'm, I was talking about because um, so I I didn't really clock that yoga was um, a part of this whole I guess belief system of of the world of of like spirit um, yeah. and I just enjoyed it as an exercise class basically um, but as it get as it got worse I then stumbled upon a Kundalini yoga book. Right. Why is that? 
Kundalini yoga is is another branch of um, yoga, and the the basic belief, um, yes, it is like union, but they they talk a lot about you know your kundalini energy starts from the base of your spine and you awaken that and when you awaken that through you know exercise to meditation through chants and your lifestyle it's your connection to divine right um i don't know do you do you like do you i'm i'm pretty spiritual myself and i'm i've no i've never yeah i've never practiced yoga but i'm I'm aware of like energy points and chakras and you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And so when, when like in this book, they were basically talking about how we are we're all connected and what it, it, the energy is frequency. Yeah. Um, and how I guess it, like it, the, my, my um, analogy now, the metaphor is that what we're walking, um, wi-fi routers and what we're constantly looking for um what matches us and so basically that's that's what it started and i started reading about like you know the lifestyle of it like why 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 people who practice kundalini kundalini yoga you know eat vegetarian food because what you what you eat so if we if we if we're not vegetarian for example what they say is that when an animal basically mm. killed then you, you they go through that suffering and you ingest that suffering too and so but the but the point is you're you're trying to make your body as as light as possible mm. if that makes sense um yeah no of course are you are you um how did you get into you that Co- coaching or spirituality spirituality like what yeah um yeah i'll I kind of got into it like I think through experience I think I've always been very aware mm. and you know I pick up on how people feel in mm. emotions you know like for empathy mm. and then um, my my ancestors on my granddad's side are like Native American so I think it's just kind of in my wiring in some way um, but yeah I think through experiencing you know certain events where i've kind of you know seen spirits and and kind of not in full not in full form not in full form but i picked up on you know energy and things yeah Uh, um i saw a few you know i saw like it was like an outline of like a face when i was little and then it kind of freaked me out and then I've had like other experiences where you know I've not felt myself, my complete self, mm. and you know, I've heard noises or just felt things, being aware, you know, touch base on some things. And then I was like, you know, this this is something, you know. So yeah. I've always kind of been like tuned into energy and, and aware and interested in it as well, yeah. um, and just kind of tuned into it a bit more. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah, that that that. Okay, so great. So you understand like everything that I'm saying then. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah, and so that, like, from that understanding, I think with with the yoga, that's when I connected so many things. Like what you're saying, like before, mm-hmm. for example, like you know, they say like in Christianity that 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 if you see spirits, then devils straight away. Like it was the, it was that kind of. Mm. 
that it's just like bad but actually really it's not not everything that we see is it isn't it um yeah it's um the thing is i think like as well if you pick up on things or you see certain things it's not always bad you can't always assume that it's bad um but i think of what you were saying in terms of like how you grew up and being you know like you said confined to um in that religion and how you fought and felt and then you you know you came came to the uk and you you know it's like a massive difference and shift and it's like a culture shift isn't it you see it's like it's like it if that's all you've probably known, you know, back where you used to live. Yeah. And that was all the norm. And then you meet people who think and feel differently about certain things. Um, it's like an, an awakening in some way, isn't it? And I, I suppose you have to kind of, probably have to try and find your feet because what you believe then, you kind of really thought about it once you speak to other people and see their views. I actually didn't think of it that way, Adam. That you, you mentioned that coming here is sort of awakening, and and yeah, it kind of was. Yeah, yeah. Like bursting the the bubble, definitely. Um, and of course, I'm not saying like Christianity is bad. Like, I feel like everything mm. that uh, Jesus was teaching all came out from like love, and he was so connected to like divine. And I, I, I tell my parents this actually. Um, Mm. I found God outside of the church um, because I, I finally understood what it, what it meant when, you know, like God is omniscient, omnipresent, um, omnipotent, um, because God is like, for me now, it's, it's, it's what runs in, in all of us. So that made sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That, um, Reminds me when I did RE in school, we covered on, I remember we were covering Omnipotent, Omni. Yeah, I, I, well, I'm, I'm not religious myself. I'm very open, you know, I'm not, I don't have any, anything against religion or I'm very, you know, open-minded and mm. I, I'm open to learn, you know, like different views and different points. Um, but I think like religion and faith and spirituality, it's up to the person themselves really, isn't it? You've got to make up your own mind and, if you're, like you said, if you grow up in a certain place where you're told to believe a certain faith, um, you know, it's like, are you making up your own mind in that yeah. way? It's, you know, a lot of people probably believe in certain faiths and religions because they don't want to disapp- disappoint their parents. So they just... Oh my goodness, yes. Um, there's a lot of pressure around it. Exactly. Oh my goodness, so, so, so true. And so... Yeah, I think it's so important to be, like, with what you're doing, for example, just listening to other people's stories from all walks of life just to expand. So it's it's really quite amazing. Um, mm. Have you found that yourself? Like <laughs> Me? Um, <laughs> no, I appreciate it. I, um, I feel like it has in some aspect. I think without even being aware of it at first because I didn't really, when I started this, I didn't really take it too serious. I was like, oh, you know, I've just got an idea. I'll just play around with it. But then, you know, when you meet lots of different people, it gives you that perspective and it makes you think about your own life. I think, you know, yourself as well. 
because like sometimes we might think that we've had I don't know hard times which everyone's had their own things happen and then you listen to someone else's and you're like wow okay you know that that person's strong it kind of it can make you want to be probably stronger but it's you know I, I, I I love connecting with people and listening to their stories and why they do what they do and how they think and you know we're all on this kind of journey together and I think you know by connecting yeah. it's quite you know amazing way of um, putting something out there you know something positive because yeah. we, we evolve and change through connecting with people oh it's so true it's like that Ram Dasan quote isn't it we're all dissolving each other home um, yeah I love that it's it's so true um, mm. yeah and so but like with your sorry I was saying with your tarot like I, I've I've um, been with people sometimes when, when, I, when they've done like tarot reading with the cards yeah. <laughs> um, and my mum's got like these angel cards as well um, they're really I, I, I don't know what to make of them but it's been very accurate to how I've been feeling or what's been happening sometimes when the person's yeah. done them <laughs> exactly um oh my goodness like like with it, my relationship with the tarot it it was just such a strong like pull um when i when i first um kind of stumbled upon it it was just you know the readings on youtube a lot of people do that um, at the moment um and i was like like i I just consumed as much as I could. And then I, I finally got kind of like the intuitive hit that you need to get your own deck and you need to get your own deck. Um, but yeah, and then I I, I, um, I actually started with Oracle cards. So I don't know if you know the difference. Like your angel card is basically like Oracle cards, but the tarot is, is like a complete and individual like system. Um, but yeah, it is very accurate. And when I do readings now, if you were to ask me how it works, I honestly cannot tell you because it just like when you tune into um, a person and you you know you ask your guys, you do your prayer in the beginning, and they start showing you um, it's not a vision, but it's like, like symbols and messages like in 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 your um, mind eye. It's insane. How mm. like how. Like, like what I've been um, realizing is that I see into people's houses. Um, so, like I, right. and it, it, it can, it gets confirmed when I watch some, watch someone's story that I did a reading for. I was like, oh my god, I was literally in their house, like seeing them do this. Mm. Um, and so I don't know, and that it's. I wish we could. Because I know there are a lot of studies that debunk, you know, psychics and and all of that. Also, mm. at the same time, what is that then? What is, what are we tapping onto? Is it the pipe mm. or like the, you know? Um, yeah. It's almost like another realm, isn't it? Like another, um, mm. it's like another frequency that you can't necessarily see, I think. And I think like if you're doing those cards, what I believe is that, you, you know, you're tuning into another wavelength or you're tuning into like another realm through that. Um yeah, it, it's true. Yeah, that makes sense. Exactly. 
It's insane. It's so powerful. Um, mm. Do you do you connect? How do you connect to like? Do you have spirit guides? Like how? What's your spirituality like? Like I I don't necessarily like see like I'm not like a psychic where I can see and talk to spirits. Like, I can't do clairvoyancy. Mm. Um, I, I just, you know, I'm very tuned into energy, um, and frequencies and emotions and energy. I, I've not, I've not, I don't think I've ever gone to see a spiritualist. I've not been told what my spirit guide looks like, yeah. but, um, it'd be interesting to find out. Yeah. I think we've all kind of got one, haven't we? Yeah, absolutely. And I think like for, in terms of like readings that I, that I've, I've done sometimes they sometimes it's a feeling it I think it depends on, on what they are because obviously we can touch on like really out there things um but sometimes it, it what do you feel like you're closest to do you um like what does your what does it feel like for you what spiritual like in spiritual yeah. kind of yeah. sense I think I think, like you said, with my, my ancestors, like, uh, I'm quite tuned into nature and, you know, the outdoors. And, you know, like, if I, if I was in the garden, like, sometimes I'll go and collect some wood for my mum for the yeah. fire. And I almost feel like I've already done it before. You know, it kind of comes natural to me. Like, you know, if I need to get sticks or kindling or if I need to get something, you know, from, like, a woodland, like, I'd be quite happily, you know, without thinking almost yeah that's so powerful it's, that's kind of like yeah kind of how i connect with you know on, on a spiritual sense and just picking up on things like i've i've been stayed at places where where you know i've picked up on things or things have happened yeah. and i kind of think to myself why you know why it's happening you know why am i picking up on this some people don't pick up on those kind of things <laughs> yeah it's 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 interesting you know and i think i think unless you're open to it unless you are you're open to it and you tune into it as you as you do with what you're doing then you're opening yourself up to it i think people who don't see or experience certain things they're not open no, to exactly. it exactly so much fear around it too um with the unknown um yeah massively yeah i think like uh when you say like opening up it's like opening up to specific things too um yeah because mm. like yeah in terms of like praying you you only i specifically set the intention that it's only of the highest like good and like vibration that it comes to. yeah that's yeah. it i mean so like in terms of coaching, like do you do you combine the two? Do you do you find that effective, or do you both do that separately? So you do the coaching, you do tower reading with the coaching. Or... Um, so I actually I'm only doing readings at the moment. I I I paused I've paused coaching since late last year because I'm with Animas. I work for Animas as a course consultant. Yeah. So right. in terms of like the coaching, I. I guess you can say the consultation calls are pretty much like coaching because you're mm. you're help 
you're helping clarify um, for the people who, who are on the call if they want to become a coach or not. And it's the best thing ever. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So, but I'd love, um, that's the plan, basically. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. To help people just connect with their own intuition. I think that has, because when you're connected with yourself, it, there's just so much power. And yeah, it's just unlimited power, I think, um, spiritually, mm. if, if you yeah i think like you know if you can if you tune into yourself and you get to know yourself you then <clears throat> allows you to get to know and tune into others you know because i think you know you've got to know yourself to you know help know someone else or to help someone else in that way but like um do you do you have crystals at all yeah. do you like have um not sage but the incense sticks oh and things God, like that yes absolutely i think um i'm pretty sure i've looked at this before but did you know that there was actually a study done um about how sage actually cleanses the air um and so it's not i know it, it can seem like a trend but yeah absolutely i use it to invoke like that it almost brings me back to like that certain frequency that like yeah i'm, I'm connected and crystals too mm. i'm like holding my like massive labradorite like <laughs> do you have a favorite crystal <laughs> nice yeah yeah i've got i've got a chunk of uh, amethyst and then i've got like um uh, a big kind of chunk of quartz which i've had for many years yeah. they're just yeah they're very grounding <sighs> And it's just amazing how, like, the earth has created it. You know, like, that's, that's beautiful. Mm. Mm. Yeah, there's, have you seen those caves where there's massive, massive chunks of quartz? Kind of like, they're like, you know, the size of double-decker buses. No? Oh, my goodness. No, I haven't, actually. Yeah, I have to send you a link. There are these caves, I think they're in, like, um, a south... I don't know. So I think some of them are in Mexico oh, or these okay. Southeastern Asian parts of the world. And there are these big, massive caves and there's just all these giant crystals, you know, <clears throat> sticking out the cave in the cave. But, you know, people have to wear special equipment and hazmat suits because of the gases. You can only be down there for a certain amount of no time. No way! Oh, my God. Like I've yeah. I've, I've um, watched uh, videos of, of mining crystals, but not in the sense that it's a like a like a cave that you have to wear hazmat. That's a, oh my god, that's amazing. Yeah, it's um, it's pretty. Crystals are amazing, and like you said, um, they're from you know they're from the ground, they're from the universe, and you know they're very cleansing. You know you can use them to like you know cleanse your chakras, can't you? And they all have different healing properties yeah, as well. Yeah. My goodness. That's insane. I yeah. I think like I I I went through a period where I didn't really understand Chris like I I started off, oh my goodness, this this has been I would I believed in it in the beginning, but then I had a point where like, okay, really, what what is this? But when you really think about how it was formed and the structures that, mm. that has that definitely has a frequency um, yeah oh yeah massively massively it's so interesting like um as well i find that with music mm -hmm. there's um 
there's a guy um, I'm pretty good friends with um, who had on the podcast called um, his musician name is Nudes N-V-D-E-S and he's I had him on the podcast and he's really spiritual Um, and he makes music he's a music artist and one of his a few of his songs have been played um, on Apple's TV commercials but his music is very like you know upbeat high energy and it's almost like a frequency and I think like music is powerful music can heal and music has like something that can have an impact on you know music is almost like an energy so do you do you listen to any kind of music or um these kind of relaxation kind of sounds when i do readings i definitely have a playlist for that absolutely (laughs) um and yeah because it, it, it just I, I listen to a lot of um I don't know how to describe that music, but it's like it's it's the trance. So yeah, that, that's like straight mm. like channel like change um for me too. Is that a practice for you mm. too? <laughs> Is that a practice Sorry? for you as well? <laughs> um I've I uh the only kind of one that I have is uh, have you heard of a guy oh, called Alan God, Watts? Yeah. Well, he's ENFP, you know. <laughs> he's ENFP. Hey. He's a famous ENFP person. Is okay. he? Oh, I didn't realise. I didn't realise because yeah. we're both ENFP. I saw as well. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. But um, yeah. He he um, he's got like lots of his logs and his um, audio tapes on YouTube, and uh, I downloaded one and there were these chants on it and there's all these kind of weird kind of chi- chime sounds and then there were these people doing these weird um, chants. And, and sometimes I play it in my car and, or I play music on my car and it'll come through yeah. on shuffle and it, freak, it freaks me out because I'm like, what is this noise? And then it makes you feel very different. It almost can shift your emotional state. It's really, yeah. really strange. The, I don't know if you saw this video too on Instagram. That there's a, it's a dad and a crying baby, and uh, you know this baby's crying, 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 and the dad like chants home, and the baby like mm. just pacifies, like completely. Really? I, I must find that video and send it to you. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Powerful, definitely. There's so just to, like just thinking about it. There's so many ways that you can connect to just something bigger than you. And I think that's a, yeah. Yeah, no, massively. I think, like you said, there's lots of different um, levels, isn't there, to it? You know, you've got sound, you've got you know, like spirituality, and they'll kind of all connect together as well, if you think mm-hmm. about it, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. So important. Um, and mm-hmm. hopefully, like, with... with I do think that people are starting to to do that a lot more. And I think that also has to do with with social media, making it so accessible, which is great. Of course, that's another, like, um, topic conversation. But, yeah, I, I'm so glad that I stumbled upon this, this, like, advert for a workshop, a goddess circle workshop. I was like, what on earth is a goddess circle workshop? 
Um, and I think that's that's what started me on to to becoming a coach in, in Piranamas, basically. Um, mm. yeah. Nice, awesome. And I think, like you said, it's all these kind of different chains of events, isn't it? Kind of um, one thing leads on to another. That opens up another yeah. door. And then you kind of go yeah, from there, don't you? How did you know about Animas, actually? I, um, I kind of found out about it because I, I was kind of like, well, how old was I? During when I was like 19, 20, you know, I was kind of working and yeah. I was trying to find myself, really. I was trying to figure out what yeah. I wanted to do. Tried, tried, you know, joining the military. That wasn't really for oh. me. Um, yeah, I was, I was thinking about joining the, the police and then the, the police and the army. And then I kind of like, you know, stumbled upon psychology and I was like, I'm interested in psychology and criminals mm. and that kind of thing. So I, I ended up getting into university mm. in uh, Nottingham Trent, mm. where I'm originally from. And um, a couple of months into the course, I was just like not enjoying it. And I didn't see myself having a career yeah. in that line of work. So I kind of was, I was thinking about, you know, what can I do? What can I do? And then um, I remember like looking on Google and I was, I started watching like Tony Robbins and that, you know, kind of coaching kind of side of things. And then, uh, yeah, I, I, I stumbled upon uh, uh, Animas because I was looking, at, looking for like life coaching courses. And then, um, yeah, I went and did it. And my, my auntie and uncle, my great aunt and uncle live in Twickenham. So I, I'd get the train up to there and stay at theirs and oh kind of went goodness. from there, really. It kind of stood out to me, really, Animas, you know, amongst yeah. all the other courses. Yeah, it, it, it was the same for me, like, doing the introductory, that was different. I'm pretty sure, I, I don't know if I was joining, because I had, like a, like, a module change, and I don't know, like, for you too, but I can't remember what module, hmm. I'm pretty sure we shared a module together. Like, that's how I know you. Uh, but I don't know yeah. which one it was. I can't remember now. But um... yeah, it might have been the third or the fourth one because I think it was five, wasn't it? Yeah. Five or six. But I, yeah, the um, the modules are really good. I think Robert Robert yeah. Stevenson, Robert, his was pretty good. I think he did the first oh, one. Robert's amazing. Um, he should be on this podcast. I'm just saying. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness. And yeah, I'll give him a shout. Um, yeah. <laughs> but no, it's it's an amazing journey, isn't it? You learn so much about yourself and um, you know, other people it's as next well. Next level of transformation because you go into it, you go into it, and there's, you already have a certain certain level of self awareness. But because you're learning more tools, it's like, oh my goodness, there's more. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Is there is there one that you found um that had a massive impact on you? Is there a favorite module yes. that you did? Is it or absolutely? Oh my goodness, that was present to me. Was that yours too? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, it was just like, oh, this is why I'm a coach. I this is it. This is like my my style. Like, what did you think? 
Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I completely kind of blew my mind a little bit when I did that presence one because it enabled you to kind of like, like a bit like this podcast now, mm-hmm. listen and tune in to yourself and the other person. Like we, we did it where, you know, you had a, we took it in turn. You take, you take it in turns. You co- you get coached yourself and then you coach and then you got someone observing and it just, I think it kind of enabled you to tune into like a deeper level. It enabled you to really listen. Because, I mean, before that yeah. module, I mean, myself, you probably thought to yourself, you know, I, I'm, I'm good at listening. You know, yeah. I, I listen. And then with that module, it was like you, you tune out everything yeah. else that's happening around you. Even like the noises, like the odd noises outside. You was picking it kind of do you know what I mean? You pick up on all those noises around you and it's like yes. uh like a frequency. Yes, absolutely. I do you remember that exercise where they it was basically you it's just ten minutes of listening and it's just the other person talking. And for the person who's talking, it's like, wow, mm. there's so much um that's going on. And they even just with the ten minutes, it's like, oh my god, I've got my answer already. Um, but yeah, it, it kind. Do you know what that module actually really put put into perspective? What um, Eckhart totally teaches, like the that sense. Yeah. I feel like, oh, this is how we apply it when we have conversations with people. Because, like, of course, like reading the power of now is like for yourself, but then offering that up to another person is, you know, if not, it's it's even more powerful. Yeah, it takes it to that next level in some way, doesn't it? Because we 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 did that exercise, I think, and then we watched uh, videos of Carl Rogers, but and that was pretty pretty amazing. Because I mean, he was a, a you know, it's kind of built on what he started, really, like the foundations of it. But you know, like it's it's something I think you know everyone should kind of do, even if they don't want to go into it career-wise, you know, I think you learn a lot about it. I think you learn yeah. a lot about yourself and other people. Exactly. Oh, yeah. There we go. I'm coaching. Yeah. <laughs> mm. But, um, is, is there, uh, you know, any advice you'd give to people, like, um, who might be, I don't know, like, struggling with the mental health right now or, you know, not feeling themselves because they're everything happening you know like any advice you give people to like tune into themselves you know practice probably some of the exercises you do that's a great question thank you for asking um first thing that came to me was that whatever hardship or suffering that you go through that it's a massive portal to something potentially even better. It's it's like the mm. it's think of it as the catalyst to the next version of you, and 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 that it's so necessary to go through that and what it's teaching you throughout that that tricky time um, is is you you go in you just you have to go in. Um, 
what it's not just outward um it's not outward solutions this it you have to go inside sorry i i'm keep i keep repeating that but i feel like i've tuned into myself you know like a couple of years ago and and that's what i needed um to to completely come back to myself and what is this inside me that you know makes life continue um yeah and and i think when you when you touch touch that like bit that nothing else outside can touch that's that's what it's about i think that's that's what the suffering is calling mm. you to do um yeah no it, that's a really really good point and i think you know you kind of hit the nail on the head there really because you know like you said people when you're when you're going through hard times or if someone's going through hard times you can't almost see the um the light at the end of the tunnel you kind of think this is always going to be this way and like you said it might propel you mm, to the next yeah, thing so true the, the the image that um they're giving me right now is one with one of the readings that i i i did they said Go through, go through the caves yourself. No one else, no one else knows the nooks and crannies of your own cave. But in that cave is where you're going to find your light. Um, and so, mm. yeah, like that's. I think that's. It's the hermit card in the tarot. That's that's what I would. Say. <laughs> mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh my goodness, yeah. that's it. So. It's it's part of it's part of the game of life, You're leveling. Um, so mm. just play the game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's really that's really really powerful, and I think you know it's it's really you know it's really deep, and I think you know like every person's different, aren't they? And everyone's yeah. going through a different thing, or someone will go through a different thing at some time, and it's quite it's quite personal. Yeah to each person but like you said you know by going within yourself and not seeking things externally to try mm. and fix mm. the things yeah but no it's it's finding that voice but yeah absolutely mm. yeah. yeah so but no it's, it's been it's been great talking to you um ad and um like where where can people find you on social media like? um yeah it's at happy mystic underscore basically um thank you for having me yeah it's <laughs> no no you're very welcome very welcome anytime all right it's a well, pleasure talking to you day. yeah you take care Bye. have a great day talk soon Thank you.